You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary, presented by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico back with you. So speaking of Oklahoma, we I, I saw this on social media a couple weeks ago. On social media a couple weeks ago. And I believe this is from a press conference during spring ball in March of Brent Venables talking about whether or not recruits should commit to Oklahoma and kind of diving down the rabbit hole of commits taking visits elsewhere. Just a side note, Ashley Williams Jr. did commit to Auburn today. So what? former Huster commit heading to the Tigers. But Brent Venables is kind of out of whack. And it kind of just shows the personality of the former Clemson defensive coordinator here. And just listen and enjoy. But I know this. There's a lot of flaws in taking a commitment, making a reservation, and then go doing your thing. How can I manage a roster or who else I need to offer if I got nine guys committed but they're going to Bama and Georgia and LSU and A&M. How can I manage? How can I take commitments? I don't know what my numbers are. I don't want a guy to commit. Do not commit. Like, hey, coach, I'm ready to commit. Hey, buddy, here's what commitment looks like now. Okay, I want to make sure that you know that you know that you know that you know that you know. So when I say, will you marry me? You say yes, and we get married. Okay, and then we start off on the right foot. Not like I dated four or five Went in, and all of a sudden we feel in some kind of way. You know, is somebody going to actually show up on November thirtieth? Can we can we play that one part? That you know that you know that you know that way. When I ask you to marry me, we married. Okay, I want to make sure that you know that you know that you know that you know that you know. So when I say, "Will you marry me?" You say yes, and we get married. Yes, okay? yes we get married. Will you marry me? You say yes, and we get married. <laughs> Dude, I I, so, look, I love preventables. I, I like the hire too. Like, so we've me and Nathan, a weird dude though. Nathan, Rico, Bach, and I have kind of had discussions of Brent Venables, and honestly, it'd probably be smart to bring them into this thing. Um, but anyway, no one says if Vershawn was a head coach. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, That's perfect. Play it one more time. We we kind of just, just the one part. Just that one part. Okay. Okay, I want to make sure that you know that you know that you know that you know that you know. So when I say, will you marry me? You say yes, and we get married. <laughs> That's Rashawn. His eyes got so big when he they said They are. That. They're big. They're big. Um, so anyway, anyway, we've had discussions of whether or not Brent Venables is a good hire for Oklahoma. And my, my biggest thing is it, it was absolutely an SEC move, right? You know Brent Venables is a defensive-minded head coach because of his, his history at Clemson. And pretty strong defenses for the Tigers as well. But you look at also then the offensive coordinator that he brings in, Jeff Levy, who comes from Ole Miss, and we know what a Lane Kiffin offense looks like, and now Jeff Levy is connected to that as well. And they had Matt Corral, who is part of the Carolina Panthers. So, like, you know how explosive an Ole Miss offense is, but I truly believe that a a Brett Venables hire was designed or, or, or supposed to be a an SEC move for the Sooners. Now, yeah. they're not they're not going to the SEC till 2025. They've made that announcement that they're not going anywhere till 2025. So they have a couple years here left in the Big 12. And if you also look at the Big 12, a couple defensive-minded head coaches have done 
you know, a little decent They've done really in, the, well. in the Big 12. They've done really well. Dave Aranda, Baylor being one of them, right? The Big 12 champion last year was Dave Aranda and Baylor, and I mean, Dave Gary- Aranda was the defensive coordinator at LSU before his head coaching gig at Baylor. So Gary Patterson at TCU did th- really well for a few years. Yeah, exactly. There, There is a, a way, there is a path to where defensive-minded head coaches can even succeed in the Big 12, as long as you find maybe a good counterpart or, or a good co-worker in your offensive coordinator to go out and do your job and you allow them to do your job. Now, that's not, that's not a slide at Nebraska, but in reality... Um, Dave Aranda's figured out a way to work, make it work, and maybe Brent Venables will as well at a place like Oklahoma that might not be too hard to recruit to right now because they yeah. have been able to have postseason success or at least reach the playoffs if things from Oklahoma. keep progressing the way that they are, this Oklahoma recruiting class, I believe I read somewhere, is going to be the best recruiting class they've had in quite some time. Mm-hmm. They are getting commitment after commitment, and apparently, you know, commitments with with, with like marriage proposals. Um, to you know, Oklahoma. you know, you know, you know, and, and it's just kind of funny, me. like you know, not, to, not to take shots at Brent Venables, but they had a, I believe it was a quarterback commit, or, or I believe um, on campus the other day for an unofficial with two of his teammates who are committed to mm-hmm. other schools. Yeah, so maybe a little hypocritical. Maybe, but I like it. Yeah, so that's that's a little low down in Oklahoma. Um, Brent Venables, I, I think Oklahoma is actually going to be decent this year. It might take them a couple couple weeks to get up off the ground and running. Maybe Nebraska getting them this early. In the I, season I, I is think good. that's I think that's a thing, and I also think Nebraska getting them at home will help to oh, yeah. an extent as well. Oh yeah. And if Nebraska is three and zero, once again, we don't know what this Nebraska team looks like. We don't know what Nebraska we. There's a chance that folks forgot what Nebraska looks like when they're three and zero, and possibly in the top twenty-five if they start out three and zero. These teams are so similar, though. They're so Nebraska sim- and Oklahoma. Nebraska and Oklahoma, big right? time. They're so similar, big time. They're they're, they're breaking in. Even like, though Oklahoma's even though one's in. in year one of a head coach and your one's in year five, you still have different position coaches that are new to the. Thing, oh yeah, like new to the, the, fold. the most experienced group, like group of coaches in that game is going to be Nebraska's defensive coaches. Mm-hmm. The offensive coaches at both schools are going to be pretty much all new, and it's going to be really interesting to see how the defenses do. I mean, the defense in Oklahoma is also new, but it's going to be pretty going to be pretty interesting to see how Nebraska's defense stacks up against Oklahoma's offense. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you, Rico. Once again, 402-464-5685. Got a couple minutes left here. Not too long, barely even two minutes here. Um, I, I did want to mention this. College women's basketball news, women's college basketball news. Paige Becker is possibly the best player in the entire country for UConn. Tore her ACL once again. She's going to miss the 2022-2023 season. Dang it, man. So that's that's sad. Uh, Paige is, is one of the brightest talents uh, in, in women's college basketball. If you watch the women's, Don't forget, Caitlin Clark is also here. If you watch the women's uh, NCAA tournament, uh, she came back for the tournament mm-hmm. and – wasn't really herself. Kind of took her a couple games to get her, her legs under her. No pun yeah. intended. Um, and then the championship game, she did her best to keep them afloat, but South Carolina just kind of overwhelmed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you would think that you know her getting this offseason to rehab and train and get better, UConn would come back better than ever, but tears her ACL once again, unfortunately. Yeah, so that's disappointing. In the NFL here, we got about a minute. Um, in the NFL – so, New Orleans Saints offensive lineman Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa, he was their first-round pick here in the 2022 draft, 
has been kicked out of OTAs for starting a fight for three consecutive days. That's called grit and determination. So three straight days, a rookie offensive lineman has started a fight in practice, and now he has been kicked out of OTAs. How you letting a rookie get to your head? What, now, what is how, that? How you letting now, a rookie get, did, it your, get in your mind? Does that straight up mean like he's – is there a chance he gets cut here? No. Okay, no, so he's, he's just done with OTAs. They're just, they're just like, That's look, a problem, They're man. just like, look, go home. That's a problem. Get your head right. Or they're sending him home to protect him. I don't know who he's getting in fights with. <laughs> I, I don't know either. <laughs> but I couldn't tell you who the defensive end and for uh, the, the Saints are right now. Oh, well. Yeah. It is what it is. Either way, Trevor Penning getting in fights. Fights. Love All it. right. That's it for today. We will talk to you guys tomorrow. See ya. Adios. Adios.